Hello and welcome to A Mighty Practice, a podcast about how to identify and overcome your creative roadblocks. I'm your host, artist and coach, Christine Garvey. In each episode, I'll share challenges I've encountered in my own creative practice over the last 15 years and techniques I've developed to work through them. If you're feeling blocked, frustrated, or overwhelmed in your creative work and you don't know where to go, you are not alone, my friends, and you're in the right place. Hello and welcome. Christine Garvey here, just hanging out on uh, what is a rainy day. It's a great day to be in the studio, so that's what I'm going to be doing after I um, get off this podcast with you here. Uh, This week I wanted to talk about ideas around inspiration and where we seek inspiration. Um, And maybe around how some of the places that you're seeking inspiration are not working for you anymore. So why is it in this moment that it might be hard to feel motivated to work or excited to work and that we might be feeling like we're running on empty, like we are running on low and it's um, an endurance thing. Like the, the, the thing that I'm noticing in this moment is that we're in quarantine, we'd have been in here for over a month for many of us and or longer and we don't have endurance for this this endurance to deal with the challenges of potential stress at home or the challenges that you might be facing in your work life or the challenges of taking care of your children without daycare or worrying about a loved one so it's it's a tremendously stressful time and we feel like we're running on empty and so when I think about in my creative life, like how to fill myself up to make it so that I'm not running on fumes and feeling totally exhaustion, exhausted, I, um, I like to call it looking for fuel. Like what I like to do in this moment when I feel like I'm really running dry is I need to seek fuel. And fuel is my word for inspiration. I find the word inspiration um, like a very unhelpful word because it is it's very like airy fairy. So it's something that is in like the sky and you have to, you know, reach up and pluck it down and maybe it's there, maybe it's not. It's very fickle and it doesn't feel like something you have a lot of control over. So it feels like something that is just going to arrive when it arrives. That is not my relationship to um, inspiration. That is, I want to feel like it's something that I know where to get it. I know what I want it to do. I know when I need it. And I see myself as like a well that needs to be filled up. So when I feel like I'm running on empty, I can say, hey, I need some fuel. And I know what my fuel is, where to get it. And I go and I seek it. And then that when that well gets filled up, I feel in a better place to start working and to see, I'm able to see greater possibilities. So when we're running on empty, it's really difficult to imagine different possibilities, right? We do a lot of like either or thinking, we do a lot of um, uh, kind of closed thinking, because we're exhausted and, and all of our energy is being used to just manage our exhaustion. So we need to fill that well up with some fuel in order to move forward and 
seek new possibilities in our work or in our professional lives or whatever. Okay, so I like the word fuel also because it's very dense. So it's the idea that it is like this thick, uh, rich substance that is like filling me up and it's motivating me, right? It's like, it's like fueling me to go. And also the idea that with fuel, everybody it needs something different, right? It needs a different type of fuel. Every artist, every creative person needs to, needs different images and ideas and resources and tools and people to stay motivated and to stay connected to what they're making. So I like that it is specific in that sense. But you might be asking, like, how did we get to this place? Like, I have been making for a while and I'm just burned out. Like, I don't, I don't know what I need to do to get inspired. I don't know what I need to do to feel motivated. And I don't even know, like, where to go to, to seek these things. Like, what could possibly inspire me? It feels so confusing. I feel so out of touch with um, where to go. How did that happen? And that's where I would say what is has happened with us when it comes to knowing what is going to fuel you, knowing where to seek fuel, is that we have inherited a lot of definitions around what we believe should inspire us, right? This might have come from school. A lot of the times if you went to school for writing or for art or for music, your teachers, in trying to teach you to reach into history and to look for the roots of what you might be interested in, the lineage of a particular idea, they made it so that when you came to them and you said, hey, I'm really interested in this book or this artist or whatever, and they said, well, you should check out this person first, or you should read into this idea before you do that, or you should, you know, do some more research around that before you trust that instinct. What it taught us is to not trust our um, instinctual interests, what we're, what we're intuitively drawn to. And it taught us to be like, I got to do this first. I can't reach for this inspiration that I'm actually excited about. I have to do this labor first, this research first, this knowing first, this validation first. So our connection to inspiration has been muddied by obligation, by our understanding of what we have to work through um, or, you know, get approved of first before we can go after the stuff that we're actually excited about. So it's gotten, thing, we've gotten very confused by that. And that is, that's really normal. That's like a really common thing for creative people. So for example, say you have the Sunday off and you're like, I really want to get inspired and, you know, fuel myself on Sunday. And some of the things that come up are, well, I should read that article, or I should go to that opening, or I should see that film, or I should yada yada, whatever it is, right? If you have a should there, it is an obligation. It is not inspiration. It's an obligation. It is not inspiration. It is not fuel, it's something that you believe you have to put first before the thing that you actually want to do. And the thing that you actually want to do might be knitting a sweater or photographing your work in your backyard or making a collage or reading a book 
right? That's the stuff that the artist inside you wants to do. But the obligation, the good student, the obedient, you know, worker says, I have to do this other stuff first, because that's what I was shown about how to get inspired. Right? So that's, that's something to watch in yourself. What's the should that comes up when you have free time? What do you actually want to do? What's going to really make you feel good? It could even just be like, you know, holding materials. It could be talking to somebody on the phone. It could be taking an online class. Like whatever you don't think you should be doing, what you actually want to be doing. Do what feels right. Feels exciting. Feels thrilling. Fills you up. If you have the sensation that you are being filled up versus drained, that's when you know you're dealing with fuel. That's the real authentic good stuff fuel. I feel that with myself is that if I can feel myself, my bandwidth being restored, my elasticity being restored, my questions being raised, my curiosity being stimulated, that's when the fuel is, is doing, you know, the good stuff versus if I feel like I have to perform or I have to show up or I'm in service to somebody else, that is obligation. It's not inspiration. It's not fuel. Okay. So it's recognizing your patterns around that and trusting the intuition and that it there should feel no obligation there. Okay, that's a piece of it. The other piece of it that I like to think about when it comes to fuel is having these kind of dedicated, what I call filler up sessions. So what this looks like for me is every day for an hour, and I feel very privileged that I get to do this, but this is something that um, I prioritize, like on my lunch break, I will go for an hour walk. And in that hour walk, these are like my filler up sessions, I might listen to music, I might listen to a podcast, listen to an artist talk, um, listen to a book I'm interested in, whatever it is, it, it can be various things. But the way that I know that it is a dedicated fueling session is that it's uninterrupted. So I kind of mentioned this in making time for your creative work that that time should be uninterrupted. So I'm not seeking the rewards of answering an email or experiencing any other productivity activity, productive activity. (laughs) Um, All right, so it's uninterrupted. And in that fueling session, I am not trying to synthesize content not trying to synthesize content. That is really important. Because we live in a time where everything is asking us to synthesize content all the time. You take a photo, you put it on Instagram. You make something, you put it on Instagram, right? You have a newsletter, you have to synthesize it for other people to digest. We are always synthesizing things for other people to digest. And what happens is, is that we have not first given it to ourselves and digested it ourselves. And that is why we feel like we're running on empty. We're burning out because we've never actually filled up the well. We've just given it away immediately. So we have to be super careful around this because it's satisfying to give it away because it makes us feel valuable. It makes us feel productive, excited, all of that. There's a, there's a reward in giving away our fuel, okay? All of these apps want us to do this. You know, we want like the approval of somebody saying, hey, you sent me this cool thing. That's great. But we become starving artists if we keep doing that. 
So in my filler up sessions, I uh, oftentimes I'm walking because my mind feels much more clear that way. I'm like in my body and uh, I'm not synthesizing. I'm not trying to already apply an idea I'm learning about. I'm not trying to give it away. I'm not trying to organize it within other ideas that I'm thinking about. I'm just digesting and letting it marinate. That is key. So allowing yourself time to do that, to not have a result, an answer, an outcome, to just let the fuel marinate in you. Okay, so that's a that's a piece of it. So what does that look like in your week? Can you dedicate a time for a non-outcomes-driven fuel session? What would you be doing if you didn't have to worry about other people approving where you sought inspiration or what inspires you or how you want to do it? If you could just think of where you actually feel that excitement and that connection, what would you be doing, right? What authentically fuels you? Is it listening to a podcast? Is it reading, you know, some fiction? Is it watching a great documentary? Is it knitting? Is it crafting? Is it talking to somebody? It could be anything, right? It doesn't have to be validated by art history books. This is for you to decide. If you want to get in touch with yourself as an artist, you have to get in touch with what authentically fuels you. And don't worry about, again, experiencing results right away and feeling motivated to work right away because you might just have to let this stuff marinate for a bit. It could be, you know, it could be going to a thrift store. It could be going and I mean, I had a whole day where I just like bought a ton of synthetic hair and I had like the best time. <laughs> so it, it just depends on you. Okay. So what actually inspires you? Um, and then where are you seeking inspiration? That's something to look at too and think about. So in this moment, we're inside, we're dealing with screens all day long. You're probably on your phone more than you would like to be. I hear ya. It sucks. <laughs> but it's to be, you know, cautious that we're looking for quality versus quantity. Quality versus quantity. So where are you going to get fuel in a way that is actually working for you. Because if you go on social media, social media is not a great place to fuel because you're not having a direct engagement with the thing that's fueling. So what I mean by that is it, it's, a, some, it's a mediated platform. So in going on Instagram, you're also comparing yourself to other people. You're also being sold ads. You're also being reminded of all these other things that are going on, right? It's a very distractive, distracting medium or platform. So it's a hard place to get inspiration because you might get it in a very kind of top level way, a surface level way of just being, um, you know, alerted to people who could be interesting for you, but you're not going deep. You're not having a direct connection to the potential fuel. Places that you could get a direct connection in a book, um, on an artist's website, in a museum, in feeling a certain material and having that material and experience it in a firsthand way, whatever that may be. So something where you're in control of how you are 
being delivered that content and what you want to see and what you want to learn about and not getting sidetracked by other potential things that that platform is delivering. Same thing with Google, um, a Google image search. You know, if that's that's not a great way to investigate an artist because it's going to surface images that have been you know, like viewed a certain amount of time. So you're letting kind of like a system tell you what your taste should be and what's important versus you deciding what's important to you. And that's what this whole process is about. Okay, so think about just to review, think about the fuel as this thing. Think of yourself as like a well, and you need to keep that well filled. So if you want that fuel to really be working for you, keep in touch with when it's low, giving yourself protected time to fill it up. That's what I call your filler up sessions. Doing that in a way that is not about synthesizing. It's not about giving away your fuel or answering other people's questions or solving anyone else's problems. That's a time where everything is just marinating. You don't have to make any connections or... or um, you know, come up with solutions. It's just for that content to sit with you. So think about um, where that exists in your life. Notice what actually inspires you. So are you experiencing a should around something versus something that you actually want to do? And then where are you seeking inspiration? Where is it that you're going to look for things? Um, Is that working for you? Is something like Instagram or scrolling through the internet working for you? Are you feeling more drained? Are you feeling like you're running on empty empty using that approach? Is there another way you can approach that? How can you have a direct content contact to the thing that is inspiring you? Whether it's nature or materials or a conversation or, you know, a set of imagery. How can you have a direct relationship to your fuel? Okay, so think about that this week. Look at where it's sitting in your life. Make time for it. And when you're worried about, oh, I, I like all of these seemingly disconnected things and I, you know, is that wrong? Is there, Should I feel like, should I have these artists and should they all be connected? Don't worry about that. I like totally weird things. Like I love weird Italian churches. I love synthetic hair. I love the desert. I love um, a good pastry. You know, (laughs) like they don't have to all make sense. The way that they make sense is you. You are the thing that links it all together. And your work will become more your own if you allow the inspiration, the fuel to be what is authentic to you. Okay, that's the good stuff. That's where all of the, um, the learning and understanding and growing comes from in your fuel. All right, that's it. Have a great week. And we'll talk to you soon. If you want to dig deeper into some of the ideas that we talked about here today, check out my online class, Identifying Your Creative Blocks, or my eight-week creative practice course, Creative Momentum. You can learn more about me and my work at christine-garvey.com or through signing up for my bi-weekly newsletter, A Mighty Practice. <laughs>